0: This is a Gum Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. I'm back, Tim. You son of a bitch, you tried to uh, <laughs> get me. You tried to knock me out of the game with some kind of uh manufactured bioweapon, but I'm back. You uh you had the COVID-19 virus. Yeah. And, and I was so nice enough say <laughs>
0: and I was nice enough to not force you to record from uh-huh. your sickbed.
1: Well, I I I I uh, by the way, let me say, first off, thank you to everybody who sent well wishes. Uh, did people send well wishes? Lots of people, Tim.
0: There was an outpouring. You know what I sent what? in honor of Halloween month? <laughs> hell wishes to <laughs> I, you.
1: I, I did get those hell wishes. I thought they yeah. were They were very mean and personal. I, I
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't want you to go to hell right now, but uh, I wish that you go to hell when you finally do die. Yeah,
1: I, I read that in the card. Uh, yeah I, I still don't know where you got that uh hell wishes card from uh, yeah it wasn't um, a hallmark or anything like that, but it was it was too it too nicely done to be handmade,
0: yeah we usually do mass market uh weird cards, yeah, like that are as cheesy as a hallmark card, but uh, it's just like hell wishes for you, <laughs> I'll see you in hell, you son of a bitch when you open it up or something,
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like there's a huge market for that.
0: Who knows? Nowadays, I was thinking about this the other day, Tom. Uh First of all, happy Halloween month to you. Uh, The uh, the Um, same to you. uh, You can just wear a shirt that will be like, you know, I'd rather be eating a taco with sour cream on it. And, like, you could wear that to, like, a business meeting. And everybody's just like, oh, what a fun shirt.
1: (laughs) The hell are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, I guess so, but people wouldn't necessarily yeah, but if you take... were
0: that to a business meeting in the 80s they'd be like what the hell is that true you have been you having a lot of
1: business meetings with people wearing novelty t-shirts lately what's i just a... think that <laughs> what's going have you sold the ancillary rights of this podcast to a man wearing <laughs> a novelty t-shirt that told you he was the... a serious businessman
0: i mean if any like if anybody's gonna buy the rights to this show it's going to be someone in a novelty t-shirt yeah, but I'm even true. saying like novelty t-shirts these day, like in the 80s a novelty t-shirt yeah you got a big johnson t-shirt you got mm-hmm. a you got a co-ed naked t-shirt <clears throat> yeah you know some some wit were, um yeah. now it could just be like uh like feed me pizza or something right i guess they're all kind of like food related the ones that i'm thinking about. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, and I, are you thinking about actual shirts you've seen, or are you just are you just spitballing these? Because honestly, Tim, this is also making me uh, rethink my position about starting a greeting card company with you. If these are the kind of T-shirt ideas you're spouting off the top, of I your saw head.
0: a guy in a T-shirt. Uh, the I'd other rather be like...
1: eating a taco with sour cream. And what <laughs> yeah, was the other know, one?
0: Uh, feed me pizza. I feed think. me
1: pizza. Yeah. Okay.
0: I saw a guy uh, <laughs> in a t shirt uh, like the other day. Uh, it said, "I'm sleepy." Okay. <laughs> and just in like Times New Roman font.
1: Oh, well, that sounds white
0: writing uh, on a on a black t shirt. Well,
1: Times New, sleepy Times New Roman. That's like a nice uh, official, uh, very classy.
0: Yeah, what I'm saying is like. There's a market for everything, Tom. A, mm-hmm. a hell wishes card done yeah. in a Hallmark style, I think, would sell enough to, you know, support each of our lifestyles.
1: <laughs> uh, maybe even upgrade our lifestyle significantly.
0: Yeah, Exactly. Uh,
1: but Tim, we, uh,
0: riding around on jet skis with that <laughs> uh, with that greeting card money. <laughs>
1: get get some uh, like monogrammed uh, uh, life preservers. <laughs> i would say feed me pizza and I'd rather be eating a uh, taco with sour cream.
0: Yeah. When I think about like if, if you say if somebody said like how would you upgrade your lifestyle, the, uh-huh. the main thing i think it's like, oh well
1: job number one, jet ski. You know, Tim, when I was like uh fourteen, maybe maybe like fifteen, I think I was too young to get a car, too too young to drive. But I looked mm-hmm. into getting a jet ski as, like, a mode of transportation.
0: <laughs> At what point was,
1: From where to where? That, that was the only catch that I was, like, I was thinking, you know, people don't <laughs> use jet skis to get places. They kind of just use them for recreation. But there's no reason why you couldn't use it to get around.
0: Well, if your house was on one side of a body of water and like the school was on the other, that would make sense. Right, but the only but that's thing That's not the town we grew up in.
1: No, the on the other side of a body of water from our town was just a beach. <laughs> which yeah. you which you could just drive to, it would take mm-hmm. less time.
0: Yeah, and and yeah. I didn't
1: I didn't go there often enough to buy a jet ski to to ride there. But I thought about nah. it. I looked into it. Jet skis are uh, more affordable than you would think. Really? Yeah. How
0: much does a jet ski cost? Maybe we don't even have to start this. Uh,
1: no, maybe we can do company. it based on our current lifestyles. That'd be uh, fantastic. We just gotta uh, we gotta start recording at like a studio across a uh, body of water.
0: Yeah, meet in the middle. On our jet skis, <laughs> no, not background. not just not in the middle, Tim. Mm-hmm. That'd be dangerous
1: with the microphones and everything.
0: Eh, grow up, Tom. <laughs> um, a new jet ski in 2022. Uh huh. Runs the gamut. Okay. Um, on the lower end, mm-hmm. fifty seven hundred dollars. Yeah, not bad. The higher end, twenty thousand. It caps out at twenty thousand. That must be a nice jet ski, too. Yeah,
1: that's probably you'd probably fit like a whole family on that jet ski. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Tim. Yeah, I was sick with the novel coronavirus number nineteen. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was allergies at first, and I bought all the Zyrtec. The the I, so I've I've tested Zyrtec does not cure COVID nineteen.
0: It does not cure it. No. Did it help with the symptoms?
1: No, not really, and that's what made me think ah, I should. I should take uh, a COVID nineteen test and uh, right. took that and yeah right away, uh, bingo bango you got COVID oh
0: yeah um Tom mm-hmm. I I was praying for you
1: oh thank you that then that's probably, to go to hell oh come on man you can't do this, something like that. <laughs> you know y- you start praying god picks up the phone and he's like oh finally little little timmy's finally uh, give me a call hey. he hasn't done it in a while what's this he's praying for his friend to go to hell
0: well i'm obligated to to answer the prayer he's asked so little of me <laughs>
1: uh, and and he does have that business that uh greeting card business uh, <laughs> idea that uh you know i i really think uh uh, that's that's God's plan for him. That's my plan. Yeah, <laughs> Me, uh, he that.
0: knew he. Yeah, he wouldn't just think that, Tom. He's sure of it.
1: Yeah, he's he's seen the future. He's maybe even written it himself. But Does yeah, God know the future. <laughs> God knows the future. He made it up himself.
0: Okay, oh, yeah. interesting.
1: I'm gonna recategorize um, this podcast under theology. See <laughs> 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 so if we start getting better reviews.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure this conversation would really resonate with the religious folk. I get a lot of people thinking. Yeah,
1: you know, a lot of people into church there next weekend with uh, armed with some some difficult questions for their uh, pastor. Um. So, are you all better now? I'm pretty much better. Uh, I took those uh, cockamamie pills that uh, Joe Biden came up with, the Paxlovid. Oh yeah, they they made everything taste like metal.
0: Really? Yeah. Mm, like you it, got
1: branded. It it tasted like uh, I got branded. Brandon. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what I get? Joe Brandon uh, made those pills that made you <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, taste metal. <laughs> That's what I thought you were saying. Uh, yeah. It tasted like uh, like I was sucking on dirty pennies all day. Oh. But it made me feel better. And then uh, yesterday, I felt a lot... Uh, two days after I'd finished, it, I felt a lot worse. But then that was uh, just like a one-day rebound type thing, I think. And now right. uh, I feel more or less better.
0: Yeah, I mean, you had some t- truly troubling coughs uh, already <laughs> since we started recording. Oh, those are, other those, than
1: that... Those are nothing. And, uh Have you taken up smoking,
0: Tom? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I figured, uh, you know... That'll get the virus out. Smoke it out. Yeah, smoke it out. Yeah, it's in my lungs. Well, guess what? How about a little smoke? COVID? It it works on cockroaches, right?
0: They're like, uh, hey, leave your apartment for a little bit. We're going to, or leave your house. We're going to put a tent over it and fill it
1: with smoke. Yeah. Uh, so why wouldn't it work on my lungs? And uh, yeah, so <laughs> I feel better except for the awful cough. But uh No, for the most part, I feel better. Like, uh, Very, very, very grateful that this didn't happen while I was in Europe. It happened after, because we we were doing shows, and then uh, me and Laura, my girlfriend, went on a a European escapade. A National
0: Lampoon's European vacation. Yeah,
1: and uh, nobody was wearing masks over there, so we didn't want to uh, stick out, so we didn't wear masks either, and it was fine until we got back here. I wore a mask on the tube,
0: the tube in London, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody was confused.
1: Yeah, I I did the same, but it was uh, I was wearing a, a Guy Fox mask, like a V oh, from Vendetta. Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: yeah, were they? Uh, I enjoyed that film. I don't remember what happened in it. I, did,
1: I never saw it. Uh, I think I, they
0: did something to the Queen. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Well. Too late now. We
0: were over there, yeah. uh the Queen's funeral was, uh, we did shows in London, yeah. and then
1: we were over the there while the Queen our was show. dead.
0: Yeah, and uh, we weren't allowed to talk about the Queen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got out. Of, I got out of London right before uh, the the funeral, so I I missed yeah. all the the hullabaloo. Uh, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't miss eventually getting COVID nineteen.
0: Right. Uh, well.
1: The only thing I have to tell you about the trip, Tim, is uh, uh, thankfully the Pret is all over Europe. Oh, you love a Pret. Love a Pret, Pret Pret-a-Manger.
0: Yeah, that's how you pronounce it.
1: (laughs) But uh, (coughs) when I, sorry, when I went to uh, Paris, Tim, when you, when you you went to Paris a couple of years ago, did you? Yeah, you want to know my review of Paris? Okay.
0: <clears throat> I'll give you summed up in two words forget paris
1: oh forget paris yeah well i was un- un- you know
0: the uh, the billy crystal film forget paris no i
1: i don't damn <laughs> yeah. jesus that's a deep cut i don't think i've ever even heard of that
0: <laughs> it's in the 90s i think it flopped um, um well i was anyway
1: uh I was a little thrown because as soon as I got off uh, the train in Paris, some guy came up and called me les incompetents. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. So it was off to a bad start, but uh, (laughs) that that was my biggest fear in going to Paris, and it happened right away.
0: Kevin McAllister's family, just full of a bunch of dang bullies. (laughs)
1: Yep. Um, Tim, when you were in Paris, did you uh, speak French at all? No, I oh. would never.
0: Uh, first of all, I don't know any <laughs> words in French. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know bonjour, yeah, um, which uh, I think is kind of like uh, an all-purpose word, right?
1: No, it means hello.
0: <laughs> well, I was using it as an all-purpose word.
1: <laughs> okay, pointing the point- things, pointing the things on the menu, going bonjour.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. They got the point.
1: Uh, well, I, I did like a, maybe like a month's worth of Duolingo beforehand and, uh, started off bad because we went into a restaurant and I asked the guy in French if he spoke English and he was like, what? (laughs) You could have just said English. (laughs) But I got, a lot of it was just that I wasn't confident in it. Yeah. But later, like, uh, I didn't. I had always heard that French people aren't rude, but they don't, you know, that's like a misconception, but they, they get mad if you don't at least try and speak French. Right. So we at least tried to speak French and we had lovely interactions as a result of that. And one of them was at this Pret where like, uh, I was, you know, ordering in French and everything. And, uh, the, the guy, the guy gave he like got everything ready and then he 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 gave us like a free cookie and uh he put it in a bag and he's like here's a little present for you and then he winked at me and said what i assume is one of the only english phrases he knows but wasn't applicable to the situation he winked and went hey you never know (laughs) <laughs> which I win.
0: That was the New York Lottery's uh, <laughs> d- d- slogan in the in the early nineteen nineties. Yeah, maybe so, he spent some time.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe he thought like, uh, oh, you just won the lottery because I'm giving you a cookie, and this is something yeah. people say uh, in English when uh, when they're a winner. Oh, a, that's a, sweet. A wink and a hey, you never know. <laughs>
0: Hey, at least he's he's trying. Oh, I mean, was there a snail baked into that cookie?
1: Uh, no, but it was it was made entirely out of wine. Oh, it was just a a wine. It was uh just wine frozen into the shape of a cookie.
0: Did you get a a baguette with butter and cheese on it?
1: Yeah, Tim, I we went to a fondue restaurant. Uh, mm. Where I had one of the best meals of my life,
0: just melted uh, melted yeah, just melted cheese, just, melted
1: stuff, cheese, yeah. just fondue, it's delicious. Well, and I had a uh, onion soup too, French onion soup, but over there they just mm. call it onion soup.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> did you put that in the the cheese fountain also?
1: No, no they they were very careful that uh, you know not to leave both of them on the table at the same time, lest the you know the the patrons at the restaurant get any crazy ideas. Try to dip a soup. Yeah.
0: Can't dip a soup.
1: No. But yeah, so uh, I, the people of uh, Paris were very nice to me, uh, okay. presumably because I spoke fluent French. You yeah, must have impressed a lot of people there. <laughs> Not counting the time that I went to Pret and accidentally ordered three coffees instead of two coffees. Because <laughs> I forgot. Uh,
0: you got the, the words for uh, two and three confused? I, I
1: did. So I was wondering why they were so expensive. But hey, it what's, worked out. What's two? Two is duh, I think, or like duh.
0: And three is? Trois. Yeah, all right. Yeah, of
1: course, duh. It's uh, Hot Shots Part D. Yeah. 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 But I, I thought, like, two sounds like twa, so I said twa.
0: You just like saying twa.
1: Yeah. I, just, I said it as soon as I came in. I thought it was uh, one of those multi-use words like bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> Tim, this week we're Tom. talking about a a new movie. Well, were you going to say something?
0: Well, I I, I was going to say Tom. This week we're talking about a TV show.
1: Oh well.
0: I also wanted to acknowledge Tom officially. Mm-hmm. It's Halloween month here. I'm yeah. the complete guide to everything. Yeah. Um. So hell wishes to everybody listening.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. We wish you hell. Uh, yeah. Tim, you did, I I haven't listened to it yet because I'm a very busy man, but you did, uh, uh, a friend of the show, Andrew Gregory, sat in for me last week, uh, which I'm uh, very grateful for. Uh, you guys did uh, uh, the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. It's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, very appreciative of Andrew sitting in, but what are you guys, Babies? Tom,
0: did you listen to the podcast?
1: No, I told you I didn't listen to it.
0: Yeah, well, guess what? I said the F word a few times. What? Yeah, just just to prove I wasn't a baby. Oh,
1: okay. Well, then that changes things. I guess that answers the question of whether or not you're a baby. Because I was thinking I was going to come in here this week insistent that we correct things and uh, me and you watch uh, Faces of Death.
0: (laughs) I mean... uh, I I would watch Faces of Death. Nah,
1: then I then I like read Find up about the it. Closest dorm room. <laughs> I read up about it because uh, I thought it was like all fake stuff. But it's like, nah, yeah. there's like car wreck footage and stuff. And nah, like, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't actually want to watch any of that stuff. Forget it.
0: Yeah. Um. No, we're not babies, Tom. Uh, we talked a lot. We stayed on topic. Mm-hmm. Um, some people liked it. Some people didn't <laughs> like the fact that we stayed on topic and talked about the peanuts the whole time. Look, a lot of people who stuck around to the end is like, oh, this is the it's corn guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> they should have mentioned that earlier in the episode. It's like, yeah, we're not going to do well, that. Up, we're not dude. capitalizing on trends here. <laughs> I'm, I wanted Andrew here for his peanuts knowledge.
1: Now, when you say the... It's the it's corn guy. I think uh, that's that little kid.
0: Yeah, uh, we did a (laughs) bit Tom at the end where I told him that uh, the booking was a mistake um, (laughs) and that I thought I was booking Tariq the 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 corn kid. kid. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Andrew liked that. I think Andrew was just kind of like, hey, (laughs) you know. uh, have a little respect for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing I you a favor. <laughs> yeah, devoted an hour of my time to this shit. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I, it's I, gotta sit, I gotta
1: sit here and talk about baby stuff with you when I when I'd rather be watching Faces of Death.
0: <laughs> yeah, he loves he loves watching. He's always trying to get me to go over there and watch Faces of Death with him.
1: It's like, no, just watch this one part. I swear. Uh, um. We're, we're talking about the monsters, Tim. Now, yeah, I,
0: and you're saying that this is a movie, and I understand, yeah, it's a movie, but the monsters is bigger than a Rob Zombie movie, Tom. Yeah,
1: I know, but it's a movie that we were both supposed to watch, and then you didn't watch it, and I did. I, even I though watched I was, it. Even I though I was asleep. on death's door, I watched it, Tim. It, it, if you, it could have been the last movie I ever records. watched.
0: If you check it, like the, the whole movie played. <laughs> I just wasn't conscious for a lot of it.
1: Tim, it could have been the last movie I ever watched. And I'll tell you what, that would have sent me, uh, I would have uh, sidled up to the pearly gates and St. Peter would have said, oh, let's, let's see what uh, what happened while you died. You were watching the monsters. Well, straight to hell with you. <laughs> And then my hell
0: wishes co- come true. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, I watched the new Rob Zombie movie, which just came out on Netflix. But uh, but we're both pretty familiar with the TV show, too, I think, right?
0: Yeah. All right. So The Monsters was a TV show back in the 60s. Yeah.
1: I didn't um, know that it literally aired the exact same years that The Addams Family did. Yeah. I think like 62 to 64, something like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Monsters was 64 to 66. Okay, then maybe that's. The Addams family might have run longer than
1: that. The
0: Uh, Addams family, you and I agree, better, right? Oh, no, both of them. Yeah. 64 to 66. I'm sorry. You're absolutely right.
1: Yeah, like I said in the first place.
0: I know. Tom, accept my apologies. (laughs) 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 My deepest hell wishes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: um yeah so no wonder people always got them confused and apparently that was uh a thing at the time <laughs> i was reading a, a quote from an interview with uh uh what's his name uh sean astin's dad the guy who played uh uh mr adams gomez adams oh yeah paul astin is that his name
0: uh let's say it's John Aston. John
1: Aston. Uh he said I get this is like years later I think somebody asked him about the the monsters and the Adams family and the similarities. He said you see the monsters are monsters on the outside but perfectly normal people in every other respect. The Adams family on the other hand are not monsters at all, but terribly daffy in almost every respect. Like the Adams cartoons, our show is an attack on the cliches of life—a reverse joke.
0: A reverse joke. (laughs) Yeah. I like that John Aston, like Gomez Adams, like had a uh, a theory, a unifying theory of the monsters in the Adams family. Right? He reconciled it in his head. Yeah. He like this is something he hadn't
1: thought of before.
0: Yeah, and I also like that. Like, I feel like this is this is more of a uh, a modern day like uh Jimmy Fallon uh Stephen Colbert Jimmy Kimmel thing where it's like look we all have the same job at the same time but we yeah. can acknowledge each other right instead of a letterman leno where it'd be like if you asked letterman about leno he'd be like i don't know anything about that show i've never seen it yeah. like, i don't care about it and like and
1: you know you know what i mean mm, yeah I mean in fairness, those shows were better back then too. <laughs> when when they when they per, when they at least pretended like everybody hated everybody else.
0: Yeah, you're a big Leno guy, I know. Um you I, think it, Leno's Tonight Show is the pinnacle of The Tonight Show? No, actually
1: I think uh the Jay Leno show Tim is the pinnacle. And then when he came back and did the new version of the Tonight Show, those are my favorite versions.
0: Yeah. Um Pretty cool guy. I mean, who cares? I, I I feel like I've spent a lot of my life being mad at Jay Leno. <laughs> On behalf <laughs> of like, multi-millionaires. Yeah, to one end. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's that funny, but whatever. He's got a lot of cars. That's cool.
1: Uh,
0: anyway, Tom, real quick. Mm-hmm. Do you know what killed the monsters?
1: Batman.
0: Batman killed the monsters. Yeah, and he
1: broke his one rule. Don't kill. <laughs> don't, don't kill, kill. monsters. <laughs> don't kill uh, actually, you know what? Like a lot of times, Batman kind of skirts around that rule when it comes to like aliens and stuff. Yeah, he kills aliens. Yeah, he kills aliens sometimes. If it's like one of these, uh, like aliens or like demons. If it, if it's like a villain that's got like a horde of like, you know, monsters coming. Uh, he seems to like not really. I think he's huh? got some, some line in his head of like they're not fully conscious. So it's okay to kill them.
0: Yeah. Right. You'd have to hey. ask
1: him. I don't know. I don't know if he would. So I in by those rules, I think he would be okay actually uh, strangling to death any member of the monsters. They're all uh <laughs> uh undead abominations.
0: Well, I hope not, Marilyn. Yeah,
1: the normal cousin, he would he would stay away from her. Actually she was
0: conventionally attractive, Tom.
1: Yeah, but they acted like she was very ugly. Yeah. Because everything was uh, backwards.
0: So they were monsters. Even it's very confusing 'cause like uh you and I both have gone on record saying
1: the show should have been called it must have been a typo, should have been called <laughs> the monsters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tim, I also have in my notes here. In 1966, the family circus cartoonist Bill Keen even drew a comic of a middle aged couple squinting at a TV set with the caption, It looks like we've tuned into either the Munsters, the Adams family, or Phyllis Diller.
0: Oh, boy.
1: Yeah. So, uh,
0: Phyllis Diller. Bill Keen ben.
1: really dragging Phyllis Diller uh, through the mud yeah. there.
0: Do you remember that episode of Full House where uh, Uncle Joey or. What's not Uncle Joey? It's just Joey. Mm. Joey Gladstone um, got his big chance at like some comedy club, but then Phyllis Diller <laughs> showed up to do a surprise set and bumped him. No. And everybody was like, "Oh my God, Phyllis Diller!" <laughs> even like uh, even uh, the members of the Full House who were there, like uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, sweet little Stephanie and DJ and Uncle Jesse. That they were all so starstruck and uh, in stitches from Phyllis Diller's uh, stand-up. And Joey, uh, you know, had a tough time with that.
1: that. That's how you can tell that, like, that show is written by, like, people who are old even then. That they're like, you know, I'll <laughs> yeah. really knock kids dead. <laughs> uh, that, you know, they're they're so obsessed with pogs and whatnot. What what if we uh, get Phyllis Diller? Show them what a, what a real comedy set is like
0: yeah Phyllis Diller and the beach Boys in nineteen eighty seven that's what everybody's
1: <laughs> yeah that's everybody, for. yeah we'll we'll put them on these t v shows that uh get you know huge ratings
0: um all right the monsters Tom. Mm-hmm. yeah the t v show is on and then they like tried to reboot it there was a they tried a to reboot it
1: a few times
0: yeah. And there's there's 70 episodes I think of the original series.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's um, what I read too.
0: And what is it? It's okay, so there's Herman Munster. He's mm-hmm. the dad. Yeah. He's a Frankenstein. A yeah. classic Frankenstein. Uh,
1: <laughs> excuse me, not such a classic Frankenstein that because this uh series was made by Universal. They were able to use the universal version of Frankenstein, mm. which is, you know, what people think of as the classic version. But that is not the public domain version of Frankenstein.
0: Right. That is, I mean, this show is firmly set within the dark universe.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, but the dark universe is is universal, too. They could have used that that same Frankenstein design if they wanted to.
0: Yeah, they were going to. I when d- they, like, no, eventually, they had, like, cast, they like, cast... James Franco as uh <laughs> As Frankenstein. Stein. Yeah. Uh,
1: I don't think they cast a Frankenstein yet. They had uh, they Russell, Russell Crowe as Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, Tom Cruise as the mummy for some reason.
0: <laughs> yeah. He uh, was a mummy hunter, right? And then he turned into the mummy at the end of the movie.
1: Presumably, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's confusing. But but I don't think yeah. they had a Frankenstein. And, of course, yeah, Frankenstein's monster, yeah, whatever. Frankenstein's monster can also be named Frankenstein. It's his son.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Frankenstein Jr.
1: <laughs> so um, Her- Herman Monster, Frankenstein. Who else we got? Uh,
0: Lily, his wife, mm-hmm. is a vampire.
1: Yeah, but also just kind of looks like Bride of Frankenstein.
0: Yeah, without the crazy hair, She'd like br- Bride of Fa- Frankenstein when she lets her hair down. Yeah,
1: and still has like a the white streak.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Grandpa Monster, who's also a vampire.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, which you know makes sense. His his daughter is yeah. a vampire. He's a vampire.
0: Then you got a, uh, uh, you got a uh, Eddie, Eddie Monster, Monster mm-hmm. who's like a little like. Rat boy
1: or something? <laughs> He's a little werewolf.
0: Oh, a werewolf. Yeah, that makes sense. But I don't think uh, he ever
1: turns into a wolf. I think the, the understanding is like this boy is a werewolf, but that won't happen until he hits puberty maybe. Uh. And he'll start turning into a, an actual wolf.
0: Yeah. Um, And then their niece, mm-hmm. Marilyn. Yeah. Who's uh? She's kind of like a Marilyn Monroe style, a uh, from the movie Blonde.
1: Yeah, a real va 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 boom knockout.
0: Right. Um. And so they're monsters, and they live in a house. <laughs> thirteen, a big thirteen scary Mockingbird house. Lane. Yeah, um. Uh, which one time you told our friend Paul McKenna <laughs> that that was <laughs> yes, with the White House address once so you told him that. <laughs> and I think he stormed out and went home. No, so he thought angry. he thought
1: it was true. And then when I laughed at him, <laughs> he got le- really mad. That his about letter
0: it. to the president never reached its intended <laughs> recipient.
1: Tim, you want to know an interesting fact about uh thirteen thirteen Mockingbird Lane? I do. That house was also used in coach. Coach? Yeah. I, I believe it was also the, the Craig
0: T. Nelson uh <laughs> Jerry yeah. Van Dyke vehicle.
1: The the outside of the house, I believe, uh, is also the outside of Coach's house.
0: That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> They're They're mixing mixing that did it, they redid it. They took uh, all. the cobwebs
1: down and every and the tombstones out of the yard, but it's the same house. All right, it's no, like I'll a house. It when I see it. It's a house on the Universal lot.
0: We'll see about that. <laughs> Man, I would love to see a Coach Munster's uh, crossover. Th- th- crossover.
1: He, he oh. would just get so you frustrated know who, with them. You know who'd get along? Oh, Dobber and Herman. Yeah, exactly. They'd get <laughs> along <big> famously. <laughs> Two big doofs. Oh, man. And Coach Coach would be getting so mad at both of them. But then, you know, Herman Munster, he lo- he's already got the big shoulder pads, so they'd concoct some kind of scheme to get Herman to – matriculate at the school so you could play in the big game
0: yeah and meanwhile uh uh, jerry van dyke and uh grandpa munster would be scheming about (laughs) something they'd have some b story that was uh you know the two of them getting into (laughs) some kind of trouble some
1: kind of business together (laughs) yeah man this this Uh, writes itself and uh christine coaches uh wife with lily munster and they get, you know, they both complain about their, you know, dopey husbands together. Yeah, show writes itself.
0: Yeah, uh, we really have the, our fingers on the pulse.
1: <laughs> she, uh, I'll schedule some meetings with us uh, uh, for us with uh, all the big Hollywood bigwigs this <laughs> week. <laughs> Pitch our big Coach Monsters <laughs> crossover. <laughs>
0: Hey, you'll save money on sets. You got the same exterior house. (laughs) This episode is sponsored by Indochino. Look, we all know style isn't like math. There's not one correct answer for everyone. Um, it's, It's about finding what's right for you. Finding the perfect suit... It's impossible, but finding a perfect suit for you is simple, thanks to Indochino. I did this, I did this myself. Um, I didn't have to do math. All I had to do was give them my measurements. Um, and this is what you do you choose your favorite fabric and customize every detail to find the look that's perfect for you. Submit your measurements online or get measured in store. That's what I did for a custom made for you fit at an incredible price. And with their fall collection featuring new colors and premium fabrics, you'll be in style all seasons long. All season long, even. Look, uh, this suit, hands down the best suit I've ever had. And I've had many suits. I've worn suits a lot. And when this suit came and I put it on, I wore it to the wedding uh, that I had gotten it for. Felt like a fool for ever showing up in in another suit. It made me feel bad about all the previous suits I had. Um, I was so impressed with the customization. Um, yeah, after the wedding, I've, I've, been, I've been looking for every opportunity I can to wear a suit. Um, I've been wearing this suit everywhere out. And guess what? I get a lot of compliments on it. Every Indochino suit is made just for you. It's a tailored experience at a great price. Design a look that suits you perfectly from the fabric to the cut. Uh, you, I had so many uh, fun choices to make. Shop their uh, made-for-you suits starting at just $449 and premium fitted shirts starting at just $89. You can fine-tune every detail, lapels, linings, monograms, and more. I'm gonna, I think my one regret, they got some wacky linings that would be fun. Um, but I wanted one all-purpose suit that I could wear everywhere, so I didn't get a wacky lining. But I'm going to get another suit because it's going to fit just as perfectly. I'm going to change up some of the stuff. I'm going to get different lapels. I'm going to get a fun lining. And I'll wear that to, I don't know, a clown's funeral or something. Look, get a premium personalized wardrobe without spending a fortune. Shop custom fitted shirts, casual wear, outerwear, and more. It's not just suits. They're always adding new designs and fabric options like their latest fall collection. And uh, you know what? You're ready to elevate your look even further? Indochino lets you make any suit a tux. I don't know what that that entails, but know, it sounds pretty cool. Okay, design your perfect suit with Indochino. To get $50 off any purchase of $399 or more, use promo code GUIDE at Indochino.com. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O dot com. Promo code GUIDE. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tom, you ever get stuck focusing on problems instead of solutions?
1: All the time.
0: You know, like, uh, sometimes I get so overwhelmed, mm-hmm. and I just start going down a rabbit hole. You know, if I'm uh, overextending myself in a number of ways, and I'm always just going down all these worst-case scenarios. Oh, everybody's going to be mad at
1: me. I'm going to let everybody down. Yeah, you, and, you, uh, you start I'm not- thinking of all your problems and adding them all up together.
0: Exactly, and if you just had a different mindset, Mm -hmm. focus on solutions instead, things would be a lot more manageable, things would be a lot more easier. But it can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem-solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small. Tom, mm-hmm. we're therapy boys. We love therapy, right? We,
1: d- we do. We're pro therapy on this show.
0: Yeah, uh it helps you uh sort through some stuff, feel more like yourself. Yeah, you get um, to
1: unload on somebody that uh you know, isn't uh biased or anything.
0: Yeah. relieve stress. Um and uh can really help with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Look, if you're thinking of gar- giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online, like you, Tom. Yeah. You're extremely online, they say. I know,
1: yeah. Just like BetterHelp.
0: Yeah. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash complete guide today to get ten percent off your first month. That's better H-E-L-P, dot com slash complete guide.
1: All right. Now, Tim, uh, I watched uh the new Monsters, the new Monsters movie. As as mentioned, they've they've remade this and remade there was a sequel T V series called The Monsters Today.
0: Do you remember that? That was a, I think it was a syndicated show. I remember watching it when I was homesick from school. Oh, okay. Um Can I in the theme song was the Monsters theme song, except Uh uh, the monsters sang. They were all sitting down in like chairs or like sitting Uh on the couch and being like We're the Monsters today at the end. And I was just like, this doesn't work. But can I point out Mm -hmm. the Monsters and the Addams family um, ran concurrently, right? Yeah. Two of the best theme songs going at any at any point in history.
1: Adam Family. Yeah, yeah, but
0: yeah, but oh, yeah! It's a real,
1: it's a real banger. Yeah, that
0: they should play that instead of the monster mash at things. Yeah
1: that uh, th- maybe uh, if I if you were like a baseball player, that could be your walk on music.
0: <laughs> oh man, I <laughs> did I'd insist on like uh, the full like, boom, bum, ba-dum, bum ba-dum, as I like started <laughs> to strut up. <laughs> <walk> up. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't hit the plate until like the main melody had yeah. gone around at least once.
1: What's well, what uh, uh, that uh, Wandavision show had a song Agatha all along that people loved yeah. and it was like just a, a unshameful homage to uh the Monsters yeah. theme song which is why it was so catchy and and people loved it so much i think
0: I think there should be a like modern rock and roll band that just plays all music in the style of the monsters theme song that would never get old. It, you know how people do, like, uh, hey, here's a reggae version of a Pink Floyd album, or like, <laughs> here's a baby version of a Radiohead album. I mm-hmm. would like just be like, hey, I want to hear every hit from the 80s, 90s, and <laughs> early 2000s in the style of the monsters.
1: Or what about like, I would like r- Radioheads in Rainbows in the style of the monsters, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> I mean, would I'd like to hear like even like jagged little pill yeah. in uh, the style of the monsters? Well, what,
1: I mean, that's like kind of rockabilly a little bit, right? The monster song. Uh,
0: what, what genre no. would you
1: say it is? Uh,
0: monster themed uh, <laughs> family of monsters. Mo- monster
1: rock. Um. So yeah, The Monsters today I I only vaguely remember. That lasted for 72 episodes. So technically it lasted longer than The Monsters. And uh they explained the 22-year gap through an accident in Grandpa's lab that put the family to sleep.
0: Yeah, uh Grandpa was always like doing experiments or something.
1: Yeah. It a- also doesn't that uh like make you feel weird cuz like uh you know, at the time when when you were watching these these reruns, you know, the original Monsters in black and white had only aired twenty two years earlier. If you think about uh how many shows nowadays that are twenty years old getting rebooted, and you think like, oh, they're rebooting that already? It barely went off the air. Yeah. Really well, makes you think uh, makes you think about really time. You... Tom?
0: Mm-hmm. you're right, it does make me feel about me feel weird about time
1: <laughs> yeah uh, I guess the monsters don't have to worry about that. they're all uh undead uh th- f- f- bastards <laughs> they're monster stuff <laughs> no, but they're they're undead they're abominations they're they're abominations yeah. against God.
0: I <laughs> think we should burn them alive
1: Tim, we gotta work some of this stuff in if we're gonna uh, recategorize the show into theology.
0: Oh, okay. We got, I see. we
1: got to talk about how the monsters are an abomination, <laughs>
0: godless creatures, godless
1: creatures that uh, I think probably lead a lot of kids to explore black magic and yeah. mysticism and the occult.
0: To this day, mm-hmm. the monsters very influential of uh, like. uh... Young people. To this day. Um, my fellow Gen Z folks out there, we mm. all we're always talking about the Monsters. <laughs> and coach.
1: And Craig <laughs> coach. T Nelson and the Monsters pretty much hey, how come they never dominates the company. Over.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: um, apparently there was almost a 2017 reboot of the Monsters that uh Seth Myers was going to uh, uh like executive produce, I guess where the Munsters would have been in Brooklyn of all places.
0: Oh, boy. A fish out of water tail
1: sounds like yeah. to me. Uh, and there was there was another, tw- uh, I think it was 2012 reboot, just called Mockingbird Lane. That uh, had, uh, was that supposed to be a little bit grittier? Yeah. It had uh, Eddie Izzard as Grandpa Munster. Okay. And uh, I, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean it, Eddie it, Izzard. It, it didn't. He didn't look uh, terrible in the role. And then mm. it also had. Uh, I'm I'm looking at the rest of the cast here. Jerry O'Connell as uh, as uh, Herman Munster. That's that's poor casting. <laughs> and he didn't even have like he wasn't even green or anything. They just kind of like put a bunch of scars on him. But huh. oth- otherwise, You, know, you he... don't.
0: You don't. You don't cover up uh, O'Connell's famous complexion with green paint.
1: Well, I think that was the idea that they were like, "Look, we got Jerry O'Connell in this. We're not gonna cover him up." And mm. then uh, Portia, the de... most
0: average-looking guy <laughs> uh, in history,
1: uh, Portia de Rossi as uh, as Lily. It looks like, huh? But they're all just dressed like normal. Not like uh, Munsters at Maybe they at were all. trying
0: to do uh, a reverse joke in the style of John Aston.
1: <laughs> that that might have been what they were after. It's not uh, super clear here. They they don't say if uh, they were just trying to do a reverse joke or not. Uh, <laughs> who, who would be a good Herman Munster? Nowadays? Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of insulting to say somebody would be a good Herman Munster.
0: I don't know. Fred Gwyn is a uh, fantastic. Yeah, Fred yeah, he'd be great.
1: Get Fred Gwynn to do it.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like uh he like he's a he's not a regular guy
1: by any <laughs> means. No, no, he's like a big big doofy guy.
0: Yeah, but uh I don't know, he was great in Pet Cemetery, he was great in my cousin Vinny.
1: Yes, yeah. Uh, a scene stealer in My Cousin Vinny as a straight man, which, uh, yeah, not not an easy task when you're up against all those talents.
0: Why didn't they try to get freaking what's his name? Uh, uh, everybody loves Raymond's brother on oh, the show. Oh,
1: yeah, he would be a good uh, her, Herman Munster. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, get him. What's yeah. that guy's name?
0: Uh, Uh, you know.
1: Yeah, look, that's not for that's for the Hollywood agents to look up (laughs) and figure
0: out. Look, I'm not going to do their entire job. Yeah, we already
1: came up with a Coach Munsters crossover. Uh, that uh, you could put after the Super Bowl or something probably blow the Super Bowl's (laughs) ratings out of the water.
0: Yeah, put it on
1: instead of the Super Bowl (laughs) this year. (laughs) Counter programming. Put it on opposite the Super Bowl. And watch those watch those idiots uh, slowly realize as they run around the field that nobody's watching. <laughs> they realize Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett. You see all the football players looking up. Hey, how come nobody's in the stands? They're all, <laughs> all watching the Munsters coach crossover. Man, that's imagine. odd. And then they run into the locker room to watch it themselves. <laughs>
0: imagine that theme song uh, <laughs> can you imagine done in the style of the monsters
1: yeah oh that you'd, you'd have to get uh you know, some uh uh mashup master back in there to yeah to really you just
0: need a guy some sort of band with a Barry sax to go like bum, 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 you know during that's, during that's the coach theme, theme song yeah yeah
1: and then if if somebody out there has got a saxophone and wants to record a a (laughs) mashup of the monsters theme song with the coach theme song we'll make it the new theme song to this show
0: (laughs) yeah i don't see why not and it would also make all those uh those football players just go gaga as you mentioned
1: (laughs) um all right. So, uh talked about They're
0: already predisposed to like coach cuz it's about football. Right. right.
1: But, you know, they're maybe a little apprehensive about a monster show. Yeah.
0: But, well, you know, I think Brad Garrett'll win them
1: over. Uh so Tim, I watched the new Monsters movie. Uh directed by Rob's uh Rob Zombie, Bob Zombie. Robert
0: Zombie, yeah.
1: Yeah. You know his real name is Robert Cummings. Really? Yeah. That's why he changed to the zombie, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But like Robert Cummings doesn't sound like a real scary name. No. Not like Rob Zombie.
0: He could have been Rob Cummings.
1: And I didn't know that uh, his brother, his little brother, is the singer of Power Man 5000. Remember that
0: band? Yeah. I mean, that's not like it's super surprising. (laughs) (laughs) If it was like, he's the... Singer for the Carpenters. You know, I'd it, be like, hey. you know what
1: his uh, little brother's name is?
0: Uh, Zob Rombie. N- uh, Tom, I don't know.
1: <laughs> Spider One. Uh, that's his little brother's Spider name. Spider One? Spider One. Huh. Yeah.
0: That's a cooler name than Rob Zombie.
1: Uh, I disagree because uh, what I think is cool about the name Rob Zombie is like, if you're somewhere, you're at the, like the doctor's office, and they're like, uh, "We just need uh, your first name." Sure, Rob. They're like, all right, very normal. <laughs> or, uh, let me just write that down here. You. And your last name, sir? Zombie. Yeah, what?
0: Him, uh, yeah, and, uh, the receptionist passes out at the <laughs> doctor's office.
1: Yeah, so that's why I think that's a cool. Then name. you
0: go in. Then he goes and steals all those pills for himself.
1: Apparently, uh, Spider One, uh, well, his, his name's uh, Michael Cummings, but uh, he sometimes goes by Spider Zombie, uh, which it seems like a little too much. Like, oh, Spider Zombie? Yeah, come yeah. on. Just pick one scary thing to be your name. But then when you hear, well, he's you know the little brother of Rob Zombie, you're like, oh, okay, well, it's a Spider Zombie. That makes sense. He also yeah. goes by sometimes MC Spider and Master Spider.
0: Okay, this is probably enough time spent on the <laughs> singer from Power Man 5000.
1: Uh but yeah, Rob Zombie, uh uh Robert Cummings and he's uh uh hasn't done as much music lately. He's he's uh you know, gotten into movie directing.
0: Where do you come down on uh, the films of Rob Robert Zombie?
1: I feel like they're a little all over the place. Yeah. Like, uh, he's Um, like, uh, that House of a Thousand Corpses was good and scary. I think that was his first one. So it was kind of like, oh, shit, look at this guy. He's, he's, uh, not just a scary looking man. He's, he can. Or scary
0: sounding man. Yeah.
1: He can also make, uh, scary, uh, movies. Right. But, uh, I think I maybe saw that first Halloween movie he made, but uh, but then he made this movie, The Monsters, and this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life.
0: <laughs> Did you see The Devil's Rejects in the theaters with me?
1: Uh, I don't think so.
0: That one was a little too like a uh, '70s Grindhouse kind of like, uh, um, just like I think like Thrill Killer. Like you, yeah. they, you know, they just went around and like. Just scary-looking scumbags that like (laughs) killed innocent people for no reason. Yeah, and I was like, I don't, I don't like this. This makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, spoiler alert for a seventeen-year-old movie, um, I think they all get shot by the police during a car chase to, uh, in slow motion, Mm -hmm. uh, while Freebird plays. Wow. I was just like, Robert Zombie. I don't know what you're doing here, but (laughs) it makes me feel uncomfortable.
1: I didn't realize and it made me feel uh like okay, he was the right person to make this bad movie. Um that you know, he had that song Dragula.
0: Mm-hmm. That's that, the
1: Monster's car. Yeah, that's that's Grandpa Munster's car is the Dragula.
0: Yeah. Ooh, oh, let the witches burn, Let the
1: witches bone in the back of my Dracula. It's like that.
0: Grandpa Munster famously built that uh that car in the episode Hot Rod Herman. <laughs> also in the Munsters T V show, I f Tom, I mm-hmm. tried to watch this movie, I fell asleep last night. Yeah. Um they uh in the T V show mm-hmm. um sometimes when something funny would happen, something physical or like someone would run around, they'd show it in fast forward motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Benny this Hill happen style. at all
1: in the movie? Um Probably. I can't remember a specific instance of it, but uh, I, I'd be surprised if, if that wasn't somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, Everything I saw from this movie, Tom, sucked. <laughs> Complete shit.
0: But I do give Rob Zombie, Robert Zombie, credit for um, not uh, being like, oh, I'm going to do a, a gritty yeah. uh disgusting reboot of the monsters where they like murder people and like, right. it's real dark
1: yeah it's very two things were obvious from watching the movie the first is that like rob zombie legitimately loves the monsters <laughs> mm. uh, and the second one was it looks like they had a real blast making this movie
0: Yeah, and that's fine, but I don't want to be a party to that. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Which is like, look, I'm glad you tricked somebody into giving you the money to make this. but uh, Not that much money,
0: it seems like. It doesn't seem like they tricked anybody out of a lot of money. But
1: I'm not going to help that person make their money back by watching this. I guess I did, though. I watched it. Um, Yeah, it's very weird... Because again, there have been all these you know monsters uh, uh, reboots and attempt at reboots. And I was reading even like, he's been trying to do this for years, and there have been so many times where like it almost happened. but then somebody at the studio was like, no, actually, now, you know, Seth Myers wants to make a TV show, so' it's back off the table. You can't make this movie. Uh, but finally, he got to make it. He apparently wanted to make it in black and white, which would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, but when they wouldn't let him make it in black and white, he decided to instead make it this like really, uh, like garish, garishly colored. You know, kind of like techno colored. Which, yeah. Which again, I thought like worked. It kind of looked cool.
0: It did. Um, you know what? And this was always from the trail, like the. Oddly, the sound in this movie is terrible. Yeah. It sounds like they forgot to, like, hire a sound guy, and they just, like, um, recorded from, like, one <laughs> mic that they, like, you know, <laughs> put around the everybody. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, yeah, I was reading about... So the, the, the guy, the Herman Munster guy, the guy playing Herman, who I thought was good. Like, he did a good version of Herman Munster, but he is yeah. best known for playing the Geico caveman. Oh. Uh, which is, you know, prosthetics work. Yeah, he's uh, used to it. Rob Zombie's wife plays Lily.
0: Yeah, she plays <laughs> everything in his movies.
1: Yeah, and then I think the guy that played Grandpa Monster was also, like, in a bunch of his movies. But it's funny, uh, I, I was reading an interview, and somebody asked about, like, the casting of those three. And his answer was like, well, I figured like we're shooting this movie in Budapest and uh, I don't want to get all the way there and then find out that people don't get along with each other. So I hired three people that get along with each other. And it's like, can't you say like I've worked with these people and I think they're great. <laughs> like They're they're my first choice. Not I picked three people. I was sure would get along with each other.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's part of it. But, you you know, you don't have to say that. Yeah, you you maintain the magic.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know. the lead. Hurley
0: from Lost is in this film.
1: Yeah, Jorge Garcia, which- He's
0: like the biggest name, I think, in this movie, right? Yeah,
1: and when he first uh, appeared, because he's kind of got, I don't think he has prosthetics on. Well, he has like a hunch, like a hump in his back. And then he's got like fake teeth. And at first I thought it was Hagrid from uh the, the Harry Potter movies because he, he oh, looked yeah, just yeah. like him with the long curly hair and everything. And he's, yeah. you know, like, like kind of disheveled. And then I was like, oh no, I know that guy. It's Hurley from Lost. Um my first my first note here is so this movie just came out uh I guess this week, last week.
0: For, right, yeah.
1: For, first off, this is a movie I feel like I've heard about the, them being them making for the past five years yeah but then they only just made it they finished this movie like four months ago
0: i know i remember uh, when the trailer came out
1: um but uh my first note here is why is this movie on- oh bless you why is this Thank movie it. only in hd <laughs> and then i have and also the hd looks very bad <laughs>
0: Yeah, agreed. This movie doesn't look or sound very good.
1: (laughs) But it's like a brand new movie. So it's like, oh, you don't like and it, you know, premiered on, I, I don't think it got a theatrical release. It premiered on Netflix, but it's like, oh man. And you guys didn't, I guess, have the budget to like master this movie in 4K even. Like I would think Netflix at this point is like, oh, the only stuff we buy has to be in 4K. Um, so at least it doesn't look shitty. Uh, so this is only in HD, but then on top of that, maybe just because it's very dark, it just looked like very compressed, like very pixelated.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, Tom, the monsters deserve better. They than do. pixelated HD.
1: They also deserve better than like, uh, like one one of the first. Creatures you see is obviously just like a rubber Halloween mask. Yeah, it's like I mean s- I
0: get I get like the you know I think he was trying to maintain the production values of a probably not very expensive sitcom in yeah. the sixties. Um, but I don't know why anybody would want to watch it.
1: <laughs> I just know when this character came out, I couldn't figure out like, oh, is it supposed to be like? somebody wearing a mask is that the je- and it's like oh no that's the mask they use just like a mask yeah. from a Halloween store which I I get like what you're saying but I think the charm of the original show was that they you they didn't use like mask and prosthetics he is like you know face paint and makeup and stuff like that weird looking guys <laughs> yeah or just naturally I mean, weird
0: looking had guys in it too
1: that's true I also have, like, there are mummies in this movie. And I was like, mummy, I wrote, mummies aren't really scary anymore. Why? Because Tom <laughs> Cruise made
0: them glamorous? No,
1: I'm just thinking, like, mummies used to be, like, kind of a, like, more of a horror thing. And then I think everybody realized, like, look, the odds of me running into a mummy in real life, few and far between.
0: But if Dracula is around every corner.
1: <laughs> well, also, it's like m- like Egyptian mummies... The idea was never uh, we're gonna wrap this guy up in uh, you know all these bandages and then one day they'll come back to life. It's like nah, that was just how they buried people. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, the was...
0: zombies are just regular people come back. Yeah, to life. but
1: it's like, but that's what a zombie is. A zombie is a thing that comes back to life. A mummy isn't a thing that comes back to life. Apparently,
0: it is, Tom.
1: My next note: I have how'd they make a movie with Dracula's this boring.
0: I don't want to go through. It. See, this is why I didn't uh watch the movie, Tom, because we you you're on the clock. You have like 45 seconds to go through all your notes at this movie. Yeah. You really shouldn't have watched this movie. You wasted your time.
1: I I I stopped uh keeping notes at a certain point. It's a weird movie too because it's like a prequel to the TV yeah. show. Yeah.
0: Is uh freaking Eddie Munster ever in this no. movie?
1: No. Eddie Munster's not in it, so as a result, Grandpa Munster is only referred to as the Count because he's not a grandpa yet. Right. Uh, Yeah, Marilyn's not in it at all.
0: Yeah, for something that was so... And you know Rob Zombie has eight movies plotted out. (laughs) He wants this thing to be uh, bigger than Ernest, even. Yeah. And... Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen for him. I bet he was just like, well, this is what I'm going to do until I retire from filmmaking. Just a a, a different Munsters movie every year. <laughs> I'll make 70
1: movies. It's weird because I guess it's like kind of just the origin story of Herman Munster and then like the origin of like Herman and Lily meeting and falling in love but uh, the origin story of Herman is just like, uh, you know, this guy's going to make a Frankenstein. And uh, he tells Jorge Garcia, like his Igor, to get this genius's brain. But uh, this genius died the same day as his twin brother, who is a like bad stand-up comic. Yeah. And that's the brain. Which uh, I have in my notes. Why are you doing all this to explain Herman Munster?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Also, like, Herman (laughs) Munster, like. It's like multiple scenes. I don't think he's a particularly smart guy, but I think he's just like a, you know, he's a bit of a doof. Yeah. But also, like, a kind-hearted man.
1: Yeah. Uh, There are just, like, multiple scenes that set up why this, like, uh, switcheroo happened. And it's like, guys, you don't. You can just make it he, you know, he grabbed the first brain he saw and it happened to be Herman Munster. Because then it brings up a lot of questions about, like, what he remembers from his life and what he understands about his life now, which is very confusing. Uh, and then at one point. Uh, I
0: never want to know the origin story of anything <laughs> or yeah. anyone. Um, just show me the part where they, uh, you know, all live together as a family.
1: Well, and they they sh- say, like, Herman Munster then becomes, like a, f- like, a well-known stand-up comedian within the, like, you know, I don't know, uh, a cult world. But then when they show his shows, he's just playing guitar in a band like he's Rob Zombie. And having <laughs> Rob Zombie's wife fall in love with him. Which, again, is like, wait a minute, you never said he was in a band or anything. So yeah, and then, I, and then I stopped taking notes. I just have Jesus Christ, these Dutch angles. A lot of Dutch angles in this movie.
0: But you, hey, I think you love Dutch angles, Tom.
1: Too many I'd, Dutch angles. You got to yeah. use them sparingly, or else it just, you know, you're calling too much attention to it. And then I just I'll,
0: got back from Amsterdam, Tom. You're you're very I'm much sick of Dutch attuned. Angles, Tim. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, walking crooked this whole uh, <laughs> the past couple of weeks. And then I also have in my notes that apparently the actor who played Eddie Munster played uh like a robot in this.
0: Oh yeah. But he like did like the voice.
1: Uh and maybe was in the suit. Butch
0: Patrick. Yeah. Which is uh uh in the early nineties, Ben Stiller loved doing a Butch Patrick impression <laughs> of like uh the uh like uh, the iconic, like washed-up child star. Yeah.
1: Well, and Butch Patrick released his own uh, song. What, a, whatever happened to Eddie? That uh, was set to the Munsters theme song. You know about Oof. this? No. Whatever happened to Eddie? I'm the kid from Mockingbird Lane. <laughs> whatever <laughs> happened to Eddie? Did I freak out or go insane? You might wonder why I have a dragon for a pet. Well, he's just there to keep me company on set. Whatever happened to Eddie? I'm the kid who fixed a brain. Uh, it's bad. It just keeps going on from there.
0: Yeah, it seems to be like just references to the show with no... Uh, should have gotten a weird out to come in and punch him up a little bit.
1: Whatever happened to Eddie? I got off and split from school. Whatever happened to Eddie... But I always kept my cool. I spend my nights just howling at the moon or hanging out in a creepy black lagoon.
0: That's a good one.
1: That was uh, 1983. Whatever Happened to Eddie?
0: By, hey, by, rocketing up by the charts. By Butch
1: Patrick. <laughs> it, hit, it hit the billboard number one. And, and in <laughs> fairness, it stayed there for six months, which is pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, it was a pretty good, uh, pretty mean <laughs> feat, Butch Patrick.
1: Um, so, yeah. Look,
0: if I was if I had any notoriety as a child, like I'd milk that for the rest of my life. Like Butch Patrick, I bet he's his life's yeah, you know, he's not like riding around everywhere on a jet ski, <laughs> but I that think right, he's like, never had to like apply for a real job.
1: Yeah, no, cuz I think I it's I bet probably... he has
0: like lived in a motel for like <laughs> an extended period I was of time, gonna though, say,
1: right? Like It's probably more like he could never get a real job and could never get any other acting jobs because people are Because he would never
0: take off the freaking uh, rat boy costume that he wore, (laughs) wolf boy.
1: Yeah, he always always had that widow's peak that he refused to get rid of. Uh, Really typecast him.
0: How often do you think Ben Stiller gets a call from Butch Patrick that's like, we got to do something. Uh, We we, we should do something together. People will love it. They'd love to see me with
1: you. Uh, I don't know, one, once a day, twice a day?
0: Yeah, probably twice a day.
1: <laughs> if you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can find all our social media links there. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds.
0: Follow me at your pal Tim.
1: And, hey, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide, uh, where you get books, the podcasts, you get all the old episodes and the new ones. The new we're doing this week. Nightmare at 20,000 week. Halloween month continues even 20, behind... 20,000
0: feet, but yeah.
1: What did I say?
0: 20,000 week.
1: 20,000 week.
0: You said 20,000 leagues under the sea. <laughs> uh,
1: Halloween month continues even behind the paywall. Patreon.com slash complete guide. I think we're going to read a few. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do all Richard Matheson or we're going to do other uh, short stories, but this is the... I've been
0: reading... Sp- oh, I'll save it for the for the... I'll oh, tell you about okay. the spooky short stories I've been reading. Also, okay,
1: uh, but th- this is the story tales
0: that... to terrify and titillate. These, they,
1: this is the story uh, that the they made the Twilight Zone episode and movie with the with the gremlin. There's a man on the wing. Yeah, we read the story. It's based on the true story. It's based on
0: pretty much the same thing as the Twilight
1: Zone. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon. No, I think it ends differently. It yeah, does end know. differently. Patreon.com slash Complete Guide and get that episode and all the others. Uh, Tim, any closing thoughts about the monsters?
0: Um, Well, uh, it's a family of monsters that live together. Uh huh. Um, the dad's a Frankenstein. <laughs> the boy's a wolfman, a wolf boy. There's a... And, uh,
1: in the movie, Lily has a brother who's a wolfman. And I don't know if he's... Yeah, I don't know if he's on the show at all. If he is, he's not a regular.
0: Yeah, I'm sure there's some, like, weird, uh, some real deep-cut references in the film, which, like, hey, kudos to, like, I'm sure (laughs) Butch Patrick really enjoyed (laughs) watching those and picking up on those references. You think Butch Patrick Um, was on
1: set every day? I bet he tried to
0: be. <laughs> I bet he wanted to be. I mean, you think, I bet he had some good pitches for like other characters he could play.
1: Do you, Do you think Rob Zombie is into hanging out with Butch Patrick or not?
0: I think it was one of those things, and Butch Patrick seems like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He also, the reason I'm saying this, Tom, Butch Patrick also seems like the kind of guy that will, like, see that this episode is <laughs> called The Monsters" and will <laughs> listen to it within an hour of it coming out. You know what I
1: mean? <laughs> yeah, a real uh, Richard Marks type.
0: Yeah, so, like, I get it. I, I sympathize with him. So I'm not even going to say that. Hey, well, Richard Marks taught me when I... Talked a whole bunch of crap about Richard Marx on this podcast, and then he tracked uh, me down and threatened to beat the shit out of me. Rightfully so. <laughs> um, what I realized is like, yeah, well, what am I doing speaking badly about people in yeah. a public forum?
1: Don't speak. Don't speak ill of the undead.
0: Ooh, a well, Wolfman is an undead. You can kill a Wolfman. You
1: can't. Oh, with a silver bullet. But other yeah. than that, it's pretty hard.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't mean a wolf man is alive, not undead.
1: Yeah, but when he's like a wolf, the, uh, there's like he's different- a, he's a wolf. No, there's like different rules going on because he's mm. very hard to kill. You got to use a silver bullet. I think well, if I'm you kill, Patrick. I think if you kill a wolf man while he's a man, he turns into a wolf.
0: Kill a wolf man while he's a man, he turns into a wolf? No. Yeah. yeah. Huh. That's We're going to have to look up so Hey, maybe next week's episode is on the Wolfman.
1: Uh, I think we've already done episodes about the Wolfman.
0: Yeah, we, I bet we've just probably, like, Wolfman Jack, even though neither of us know who <laughs> Wolfman Jack is. We think he was a DJ at some point.
1: <laughs> he was. I know, but he was a, the world's first werewolf DJ.
0: Don't ask, like, you know any meaningful trivia about Wolfman Jack.
1: All right. Uh... Thanks for listening. Hey, what?
0: Welcome back, Tom. Thank you. Glad you, uh, glad you uh, got over COVID.
1: Thank you. Thank you for the hell wishes, Tim.
0: Yes. Uh, my fondest hell wishes to you.
1: All right. We'll see you next week.
0: In hell. <laughs>